nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Okay, guys, where else would you rather be? All right, guys, where else would you rather be than next to your radio, next to your smartphone, or wherever you listen to this podcast, or the TuneIn Radio app, or wherever, listening to the J-Red Show on 90.7, the Music FM. The Buffalo Bills are having a fantastic start. They defeat the Tennessee Titans by a score of 14-7. Hold on, hold on. Josh Allen was 23 for 32, 219 yards, two touchdowns, and one interception. He needs to keep those interceptions down and avoid the turnovers, but for the most part, he is really developing into an elite quarterback, into a franchise quarterback. I can't say elite yet, but it is pretty safe to say he is a franchise quarterback if he keeps playing like this. The Bills are 4-1, and one, the best start they've had since 2011. A lot of, some fans are worried that this will all fall apart, just like it did in 2008 and 2011. However, Josh Allen is miles ahead of Trent Edwards and Ryan Fitzpatrick. This defense is phenomenal. I keep going back and forth between who has the better defense in the NFL, the Bills or the Patriots. <coughs> On one hand, the, the Patriots have played garbage. The Patriots have not played any good offenses. However, to only allow two touchdowns all season, last week's game versus Washington was the only time they were trailing, I give the nod to New England just a little bit. But man, for the Bills defense to shut down the Tom Brady and and everyone else and just Sean McDermott's system is just phenomenal. Um Lorenzo Alexander led with five tackles. Jordan Phillips having a great year with three three a great game with three sacks. Offensive status, Frank Gore had 14 carries for 60 yards. John Brown had five receptions for 75 yards. And I am very optimistic about the Bills making the playoffs. I mean, they have an easy schedule. They have an elite defense. They have a competent offense. I would like to see Josh Allen get the turnovers down a bit. Um... But overall, this team's starting to come together. And right off the bat, we're thinking, many of the Bills fans are thinking playoffs. And really, the A I'm not taking anything away from what the Bills have accomplished, but the AFC, 
this year is just terrible from top to bottom. I mean, the only two teams that are in the AFC that are elite are the Patriots and the Chiefs. Maybe the Colts, maybe the Texans. But the Bills are definitely the next level down. The Buffalo, you, you can, would you call the Buffalo Bills an elite team? The defense is elite. Definitely. But the offense needs work. But the only two teams that can really, in the AFC, that can really say are better than the Bills are the Patriots and the Chiefs. So we're th I'm thinking wild card round. As I said earlier, I am not, I am not worried about the season falling apart. Okay, maybe a little bit, but because anything can happen in sports. But like I said, Allen's better than Fitzpatrick and Edwards. The D McDermott's better than Jerron and Gailey. I am, so that's why I'm not worried about this year falling apart. And I am still thinking about playoffs. So if we, if the Bills make the playoffs, who the who will they face? Um. Honestly, I think they're probably going to face either the winner of the AFC North or South. Baltimore is looking kind of eh. Lamar Jackson's been kind of on and off. Yeah, guys, Baltimore is the top tier of the AFC. Colts scare me a little bit because their defense did shut down Patrick Mahomes. That's why I'm, I can kind of argue if they were they could be elite. The Colts would definitely be elite if Andrew Luck didn't retire, and I would say they're the third team in the top tier of the AFC. Jacoby Brissett's competent. Frank Reich has a great system, so that's why I think the Colts are gonna uh, gonna make the playoffs. Texans are kind of eh. The Browns, man. Then the, everyone was high on the Browns heading into this year, but they got smoked by the 49ers. Baker Mayfield looked bad. I mean, it's not all his fault. It's a lot of the play calling from Freddie Kitchens and a bad offensive line. But still, Mayfield was my favorite quarterback of that draft. But he was 8 for 22, 100 yards, and 2 interceptions. He is not developing the way I thought. He had a good game the last week versus Baltimore. We were 20 for 33 to 42 yards, one touchdown, one reception. But Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns have been very disappointing. And a lot, some Bills fan, like Howard WGR 550, is predicting the Bills to go 13 and 3. Because I'm looking at best of the Buffalo Bills, I'm looking at the schedule and like. Who really intimidates you? New England. We're probably going to lose to New England on, around the Christmas week. I'm not confident in beating Dallas on Thanksgiving because um, it, I'm not confident in beating Dallas on Thanksgiving because it'll be a short week and Dallas is a pretty good team. But other than that, who do we got next? Miami. Miami has a historically bad team. Now, with the Dolphins, I won't be happy with just winning. 
I want to see Josh Allen get the 300-yard passing game, and I want to see the Bills blow out the Dolphins. Because there are some fans who are still skeptical on Josh Allen. Like I said, I'm getting closer and closer to thinking he's the guy, but I have my concerns. So with this Dolphins game, I won't be happy with just being them the way they've been doing. I guess, I guess if they do it, I'll be fine. But I want to see a 300-yard game and a blowout victory by the Bills of the Dolphins. Eagles are... They're kind of hit and miss. Really depends on the health of Carson Wentz. I, I, Eagle, I have to say I'm not as confident as the Eagles I am with the, the, most of the other games, but I think the Bills should win that. Redskins are terrible. They're 0-5. They just fired their coach. That should be an easy win. That's another game where I want Allen to get 300 yards passing and a blowout win. Browns, I mean, they've been, we'll see if Baker Mayfield can bounce back, but I'm not impressed with them. The Dolphins, again, should another blowout win. The Broncos should be another blowout win. Cowboys, I think it's a loss. Ravens, um, I keep going back and forth on the Ravens. I think they're beatable. The Bills should win. Pittsburgh's terrible this year. New England, then we got New England. Cause Bills are probably going to lose because it's New England. And then the Jets, which would be an easy win. So this Bills team should be between 11 to 13 wins. I went this season thinking 9-7. But now I'm in, we can think double digits. Now we're thinking playoffs. And can we win a playoff game for the first time in a quarter century? <clears throat> I, and met, and it would be the first time in many fans' lifetimes, especially here at GCC, it would be the first, especially here at GCC, where most of them are 18, 19, 20, that the Bills have won a playoff game. I myself, I was alive when the Bills beat the Dolphins, but I did not watch that game. I was seven years old. The first memory I can conjure up as a Bills fan was the Pittsburgh game in 1995, the AFC Divisional Ground in 1995. Um, I have faint memories of watching football. Um... Before that, I remember rooting for the Jets and the Giants because I thought they were New York State teams. Uh -huh. But anyhow, but the 19, but it's just faint memories. The first real memory of a Bills game I can conjure up is <coughs> is the Steelers game, and I do remember Thurman Thomas' touchdown that made it um, 20, 20 21. Duke Williams won that game. He scored the second Buffalo touchdown. So, he's a huge improvement over Zay Jones. And I'm glad the Bills made that moves. And... I, that's what I love about this coaching and GMs. They're not afraid to admit this, their mistakes. Um... They, 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 they knew they screwed up on Jay Jones, and then they put Duke Williams in there, who scored the second Buffalo touchdown. And all of a and now they're getting Allen some better weapons. I mean, part of the reason for Josh Allen's struggles is because I just don't think the Bills have enough around him. The O-line's a bit questionable. I'm hoping they'll get them getting better. 
Zay Jones was horrible for them, and then now they replaced him with Duke Williams. So that's another reason why I'm why I'm expecting um Allen step up. Um, Lee Smith had the first Buffalo touchdown, but we look at the um. So talk about rooting interest in this bye week. Um, on the Buffalo Bills blogs, but frankly, I think the Bills have enough to take care of business. I'm not gonna, I'm gonna just enjoy this week, week of football, um, because I mean, frankly, the Bills are in good. Um, the Buffalo Bills are in very good shape, and I really like how they get in this bye right now. They really need it because they are starting to get decimated by injuries. They need to get healthy, so this is a much deserved week off. And when they come back from the bye, um, they should um, blow out the Dolphins. This is their third straight road win in the Super Bowl era. This is, a, this is their third straight road win, which is the first in... Which is the first... In the Super Bowl era, although the Titans game, I've been hearing there's been more Bills fans than on Titans fans. If you are at that game, hit me on Twitter at JRed Show. Um, the Bills fans really take over the the uh, building, so I'm proud of Bills Mafia. Tennessee is known for a college town, so it's not surprising they took it over took over that stadium. Although we did have some moron jump through a table, and we're talk well, that's another thing we got to talk about. Um, how the NFL is trying to protect its liability, like in the Bills added a tailgate village, but I think the rule is so stupid. Like if some idiot was on my property and he jumped through a table and broke his leg, I'm I'm accountable. I'm I'm reliable. I'm, I'd, be, I'd be sued for it. I feel bad for Terry Pagula because you have these, and all the other NFL owners, because you have these morons jumping through tables, hurting themselves, and they get sued for it. So what I thought to me on Twitter at JRed Show. Um, Titans kicker, um, Bills were a little lucky. Cairo Santos missed three field goals, so... I guess that's one of the downside. Um, the interception by Josh Allen. Um, he made another bad throw. But on the other hand, about the wide receivers, TJ Yellen should have made more of an effort. Um, it's not 100% on Allen. He needs better receivers. Um, was he throw However, was he throwing to Yellen or Beasley? It was forced into a heap of coverage. So, what are your thoughts? Hit me on Twitter at JRed Show. Josh Hallen having a pretty good year. 102, um, 163, um, he's 102 for a 163. He has 1,122 yards in the year. Rushing, Frank Gore is also having a good year. 75 carries for 333 yards. Um, for the receiving, 
John Brown leads with 28 carries and 390 yards. Sacks, Jordan Phillips leads with the team with four sacks. All in all, just an amazing defense. Interceptions. Um, so Tredavious um, Wright has two interceptions, leads the team. So all in all, a very good year for Buffalo for the Buffalo Bills. And for the Buffalo Sabres. When I get back to talk about the Sabres and their hot start. If you have song requests, or any, hit me on Twitter at JRed Show, or if you want to talk about the Bills or the Sabres or anything. And um once again, um, and um you're listening to 90.7 the music FM. Here's some college announcements. You are listening to 90.7 The Music FM. What you just heard was Eric Worms with Me Like Hockey and the Sabre Dance with Ketchaturian. And just like the Buffalo Bills, the Buffalo Sabres are also off to a hot start. Last night, they defeated the Montreal Canadiens 5-4 in overtime. Jack Eichel had two goals. Um, Olsen had a goal, Skinner had a goal, and... Marcus Johansson wins it in overtime. Eichel also had two assists for four points on eight shots. The Buffalo Sabres improved to 3-0-1. And, and I know it's early, but this team... And I know the last year Sabres had a 10-game win streak. But they look so much better than last year. Ralph Kruger has them buying into their system. They're going for the puck more. They're more aggressive. And they all of a I I think the the Sabres finally got it right when it comes to their coaching. The bottom six looks improved. They might have had last year they might have had the worst bottom six in the league. With Pominville, Rodriguez, Thompson, Logger. Larson, Gregerson, Gregorenko, and Oposo. But then Olofsson and Johansson come in there, and all of a sudden, boom, they're on fire. Having Olofsson allow Skinner to move down on the second line. Having Johansson allows Milstadt to move down on the depth chart. Um, it also allows to send Thompson to the AHL. And the Amherst had a 3-2 victory over Syracuse, and Thompson had two goals. So that increases more of the fun. Um, a lot of fans who were critical about Jason Botterill being quiet, and they were wrong. I think Botterill's rebuilding this team properly. Um, I did not know much about Johansson, so I wasn't really excited about him. But he has a lot of intangible this roster needs. Um, my concern is staying healthy. He does go to the dirty areas and pays the price sometimes. However, I really like his game. He controls the tempo well. I like the experience he brings to the team. He's definitely the type of the vet player, the, the type of veteran this player needs. I'm curious how he plays with this year with Kruger, though. Though as far as going hard, um, Paul Hamilton said something about the Sabres not going out of the way for contacting and serving energy. 
I say this would lead to less injuries overall. Olsen, um, Johansson, and Miller have been great upgrades. Um, even the fourth line that everyone has ran on has been pretty good. They have a huge impact every shift. Impressive given those three players are dead weight and they may want to shiver out. Bottle's patience is is all is trying is also a strength. Tim Murray rushed to rebuild and set the Sabres back. I do think the Sabres need one more player for the top two lines to make them complete. Sabolka, I mean now to get some concerns. Sabolka has been awful. He needs he is the Zay Jones of the he is the Zay Jones of the Sabres. He needs to get off the team right now. Um, plus, there's far too many turnovers on the um, the on the blue line. Rest the line committed too many turnovers. Rasmus Dahlin. I I really I'm in such a good mood with the Sabres right now and the Bills and with sports. And so I really hate to criticize him, but he's having some issues. He is making amazing plays, but he also has a lot of brain farts. Okay, yes, he is a young player, so I'm not worried yet. I'm, I think he's going to grow and develop. My concern is we saw the same thing with Ristolainen, a player who showed a ton of promise. He, I mean, yes, I, I'm not... I'm not don't get to torch the pick force out. I do like what I see. I'm encouraged. I realize he's young. But I'm just a little, um... But he has some things to work out. Um... I mean, yeah, he, he, may have, he had a pass that went to Armia. The mistakes are, um... These mistakes are fine right now. But it needs to be cleared up. But to be fair, it, it bounced off a of skate and went to Armia. Sure, it was a mistake, but Ristolainen gets a um, but um, Ristolainen gets a lot of grief from the fans. I do I do want to see the Sabres trade him. Um, I mean that's that's one thing about Ristolainen. What should we do? I mean like the difference between Ristolainen and Dahlin is Dahlin is young. Um, Ristolainen has been with the Sabres for a long time, and he's been a huge concern. So that's why he's so polarizing. I mean, everything's looking better with Kruger. That's why I want. I, that's why I'm a. Little, but I don't know. Should the Sabres move on from Ristolainen? Hit me on Twitter at JRed Show. Back to the past. Um, I watched the replay. He dished up up the middle. He did not, did not try to go up the boards as he should have there. It's a mental mistake that goes against playing the simple and smart game that Kruger wants. Good teams like the Canadians do force those mistakes. But that's why Ristolainen gets hate too. Dollar needs to learn. He needs to make some better play. Um, but Ristolainen's plus minus is so low. And, I mean, seeing, seeing Dollar make these mistakes is not, war is not cause for panic. Seeing Ristolainen make these mistakes is a concern because he's a veteran. He's 24 years old. We don't know how much well he's going to grow. So, what are your thoughts? Hit me on Twitter at JRedShow. 
MLB playoffs is absolutely insane right now. The New York Yankees swept the Minnesota Twins. The Twins have lost 16 straight playoff rounds, which is an MLB which is an which is an MLB record and it's tied for a Big 4 record, Big 4 sports record with the Capitals. But the other series have been insane. Um the Oh, about that. The the twins. Oh, sorry. Um, the current all of the all the other three eight divisional series went to five games. The Cardinals destroyed the Braves thirteen to one. They were down ten to nothing by the first. They were down ten to nothing by the first court. They were down ten to nothing by the first inning. It must suck for Braves fans. You just sit down, you get ready for a huge game, and just like that, it's over. Can you imagine being in a situation like that? I mean, I did see the Amherst get blown out a couple times, so I kind of know the feeling. But imagine being down 10 nothing by the first inning in a baseball game. The, the Dodgers lose to the Nationals in a crazy game. They were up 3-1 to one in the 8th inning. But Clayton Kershaw allows back-to-back -back home runs. And he has been... Kershaw's been very disappointing. Um, and he, he's got... Um, Ever since 2008, when he choked to the to the he choked the Phillies and and Kershaw just really I don't know what Kershaw's problem is, but just awful pitching by Kershaw and then the Nationals hit a grand slam in the in the ninth in the top of the tenth inning and just like that the Dodgers season is over. And then we had the Ast Rays and the Astros. Um, Rays came down from two, three zero down. This is starting to turn the this series is starting to turn the Yankees' way. The all of the other teams are getting tired, and the Yankees are. Um, I was a little worried about the Astros, but this pit, but the but the Rays have made Verlander look stupid, so. Now, I was saying, you know, I think the Yankees are a little bit behind the Astros. I think the Astros are going to win the World Series. But now I'm starting to think the Yankees are going to win number 28. The other teams are tiring themselves out. The, um, the, the Yankees, um, the Yankees have swept, clearly swept the Twins. They're getting help. Things are starting to turn the Yankees' way. Yes, I realize anything can happen in sports, and this is, this is a good year for Cinderella's. But I am starting to think that the New York Yankees are going to bring home their 28th World Series championship. So that is why I'm in, with the Bills, Sabres, and Amherst start. That is why I'm in a great mood for, with sports. Um, what are your thoughts? Hit me on Twitter at JRedShow. Glaber Torres led the series with um, 
and hitting to a 5 for 12 with a 417 batting average. Gregorius had six RBIs. Pitching, um, Chapman led with a .111 batting average. Um, he had four strikeouts. Tanaka had a 176 bat ERA with um, with seven strikeouts. And that will wrap up my show for today. Keep up the conversation. If you have any thoughts, hit me on Twitter at jredshow. I'll be back next week. And anyhow, here is Van Halen with Happy Trails. Keep it up at 9.7 The Music FM. Have a great day, everybody.